Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pinstripe Podcast. My name is Kate and I'm so excited to finally be talking to you guys again about all things New York Yankee. I have missed doing this podcast so much. Um, In case you didn't know, I went to college and I thought I was going to have so much time to be able to balance school, social life, hosting this podcast along with getting homework done and all the fun things that come with college and it turns out it's a lot it's a lot easier said than done. Um, my time management has honestly n- never been better and I'm so excited to finally be at that point where I'm in the groove of things and I can really, really get back into this for you guys because I've missed, I've missed doing this so much. But without further ado, let's talk some New York Yankees. So the last time I sat down and recorded for this podcast was when Joey Gallo had gotten acquired by the Yankees, which was back in July. It is almost October now. We are at the end of September. We are basically done with the regular season. There's two more series until we head into the postseason. So I've really, I've missed a lot. And there's so much to cover in that time. And I just can't cover it in 10 minutes in this 10-minute podcast. So we're just going to jump ahead to the Red Sox series that took place just a few days ago. So the Yankees headed down to Fenway Park to play a three-game series against the Boston Red Sox, and I could not have been happier with this series. This was an incredibly important series for the Yankees. Obviously, the Yankees and the Red Sox are neck and neck for the wild card position. They're both in the spots as of now. It's just the matter of fighting for home field advantage. Not only was I hoping for the Yankees to win, not only did they win this series, they swept this series, which I was not expecting. They won the first game 8-3, to they won the second game 5-3, to and they won the third game 6-3. to Winning in Boston is massive for them. That's a huge advantage for them. Not only do they win against the Red Sox, who are most likely going to be the competitors in the wild card run, but they won at Fenway Park in front of huge crowds where the pressure has never been higher for them than it has been this series. Looking into the series, I think it's safe to say the star of the series was Big G, Giancarlo Stanton. His numbers a series were absolutely phenomenal. Over the course of the three games, he had a batting average of 275. He had 10 runners batted in, and he had three homers. He had one homer per game. In this series, the Yankees scored 19 runs, and Giancarlo Stanton was responsible for 10 of those run scores. That's easily the best baseball we've seen from Giancarlo this entire season. This is the best series we've seen from Giancarlo this entire series, and he came up huge in a, in a, in a massive series where the stakes are really, really high for the Yankees. Giancarlo Stanton pulled through. He carried this team on his back for this series, and he really, really showed us what he's capable of, and I really hope he can keep this momentum up into the next two series, and hopefully into the postseason. Looking back at this series, I really don't think there's a way you can be upset. The hitting looked great. Giancarlo was obviously in very, very big role in this. The bullpen looked great. The pitching looked great. The bullpen's been looking pretty pretty solid. You look back to the Rangers series as well. The bullpen was, was pitching phenomenally. The best bullpen pitching we've seen since the season started. And the offense during the Red Sox series was huge. And they credit all of this believe it or not, they credit the success and this good luck to their pet turtle. Yes, I know what you are thinking, a pet turtle. Yes, the Yankees have a, have a team pet, have a team pet turtle. 
Its name is Bronxy. It's a little turtle. It lives in a little glass aquarium, and Nestor Cortez got it for the team, and the team just really seems to enjoy it. Um, it, it roams freely around the clubhouse. They said in an interview the turtle just kind of roams around. It just kind of hangs out in the clubhouse, and they're convinced that this turtle brings them good luck because this is the first time Bronxy, Bronxy's been on the road. He came with the team to Boston for this series, and they paid, played phenomenally in Boston, and they're giving the credit to this turtle. I don't think in a million years, if you had told me the New York Yankees, the 2021 New York Yankees, would have a pet turtle that brings them good luck, I, I would have laughed in your face. I think a lot of people wouldn't have taken that too seriously, but they have a pet turtle named Bronxy, that they let just, like, roam around in the clubhouse, and, and they, they think it's their good luck charm. DJ LeMahieu, who, who we know, like, isn't really, like, emotion, like, emotion-filled, like, we kind of see him, he's always kind of got, like, a straight face, like, lay machine, like, he's a robot, like, he doesn't really show too, too much emotion. Even he said, DJ LeMahieu just, like, sitting down and watching the turtle. He just, like, relaxing and watching Bronxy just do turtle things. And it's so, it's so funny to me how this team can have a connection to a turtle. And even Brett Garner said he wants to win a World Series. And he wants to win a World Series and give a little World Series ring to the turtle. He wants to give a World Series ring to Bronxy, the New York Yankees pet turtle. Now, I can't, I can't make something like that happen. <laughs> Without that being said, let's talk about the wild card position. Let's build upon that a little bit more, and let's talk about these upcoming series against the Blue Jays and the Rays. These are two big series for the Yankees. These are really going to solidify the wild card spot. So now the Yankees' next series is against the Toronto Blue Jays. They are 6-10 and 10 against the Blue Jays this season, and the Jays are one game, as of now, they are one game out of the wild card position right behind the Red Sox. So once again, this is a really, really another big series for the Yankees. If they win this series, then they're in really good standing for the wild card. Once again, they'll probably hold on to home field advantage. If they lose this series, not only could the Red Sox then bump up to home field advantage, but the Yankees could also get knocked out and the Blue Jays could bump up into the wild card spot. So for night one of the series, we're going to see James Tallien on the mound. For the second game, we're going to see Garrett Cole on the mound. And for the third game, we're going to see Corey Kluber on the mound. I'm pretty happy with these pitchers. I think I think they're going to do pretty well. I think they understand the pressures on. Garrett Cole said when he became a Yankee that the pressure is a privilege and now the pressure is on this team. And I think, I hope I cross my fingers after the way that they performed in Boston and after the, the way that they performed in Texas, they will be able to carry this momentum. I think they know they're down to the wire and it's it's really they can't mess around anymore and they have the good look of the turtle. It's definitely going to be a nail biter going into this wild card position. The Yankees have a tough stretch of the Blue Jays and then they go and play the Rays. The Blue Jays, on the other hand, have the series against the Yankees and then they go and play the Baltimore Orioles and the Red Sox play the Baltimore Orioles and then the Washington Nationals. So I'll say the Yankees probably have definitely the more competitive end of the stick. It's going to be really interesting to see how the Red Sox and the Blue Jays do. I'm definitely a little bit nervous about this. I would like to say I feel 100% confident that they are going to keep this home field advantage spot, but 
The Rays are a competitive team. We've seen what they can do. Kevin Cash is a good manager. He knows how to manage his players. He knows how to manage the pen and the pitchers. And I'm going to get nervous. I I am going to get nervous. And I think it's going to be a really, really competitive couple of weeks for the Yankees fans and the Yankees players. I think it's going to be a really couple of some nerve-wracking weeks watching what's going to go down. So with that being said, I hope the Yankees can keep up the momentum that they've been keeping through the Rangers and the Red Sox series. My fingers are crossed. They need this home field advantage position. We've seen that they play so much better come postseason at Yankee Stadium than on the road, and especially if you're going to get into a team where they can sometimes be a little wishy-washy like the Red Sox or the Blue Jays. They need this home field advantage. They need the fans on their side. They need the cheering. They need the energy that comes with the Bronx. And I think that was a struggle last season with no fans in the crowd was getting that energy and maintaining that like adrenaline that you get from being in the crowd because they say they feed off the crowd's energy and the Bronx gets so incredibly loud and the fans are so passionate and that being back this year is going to be huge for them. So with that being said, let's all cross our fingers and hope that the Yankees play like the Yankees we want to see. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I've missed doing this podcast so much. I'm so excited to finally be getting back into it. I've finally gotten a grip on how this whole college thing works and how to manage my time a little bit more. So you will be seeing more frequent, more updated podcasts, more activity coming from me in the future. And I'm so excited to get back into it. I know I've said it before, but I really am just excited to get back into it. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Follow me on Instagram at the Pinstripe Podcast. Leave some comments, DM me with what you'd like to see, what you think I can improve on. I'm always open to listening to your ideas. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you all have a great day and I will see you for the next podcast. Bye.